We've never done a farm before, and we've never done a podcast before. But here we go. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to episode four, ducks. Yes, many, many ducks. Too many ducks. Never enough ducks. We have a lot of ducks. Never enough. We hatched some of them, too. We did. Most of them boys, because that's how it goes, usually. I think cooler temperatures lead to dudes. Yeah. So our vet told us if the incubator is at a lower temperature, even though it registers what it should be to hatch eggs, uh, usually they end up being boys unless you have... There's like a certain temperature where you can get some girls, but it's really it's picky. hard. It's hard <laughs> to do. It's if you have a professional setup and you're a big old hatchery, I don't know. Maybe then it's even a numbers game. I don't know. I feel like they probably have some expert who does, and they probably keep the room like a hundred degrees or something. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have a, a cheap little incubator that we bought online, I think. Yeah. And we live in Maine, Amazon, and it was it was cold weather at the time. And we have a cold house. I keep it at 60 degrees because freaking oil prices are insane. Yeah, so we, we tend to keep a colder house, and, and we didn't know until we took a duck. We took a duck to the vet because yeah. we take our birds to the vet. But, Which is an hour and a half away, by the way. Yeah, it's in Bangor. <laughs> or near Bangor. It's like Orienton or something. Yeah, some town. Yes. Like, Very good vet, though. Worth worth the travel, but it takes a whole day. I don't know if Mainers, like, we're from away. We've been in Maine a long time, but over, we've spent a lot of years in Maine. But we're not from Maine, so I don't know if this is a thing. But, like, you know how, like, a lot of little towns are just Boston? Because if you tell someone you're from this tiny town, they go, where's that? And then you finally just say, screw it. It's just Boston. You know, yeah. uh, Bangor is kind of like that. Or all of Maine for most of the other states. Oh, what part of Maine? Yeah, I've never heard of it. Okay. So Maine then. Right. Or Portland, or Portland. Maine. Portland's the big one because that's the biggest city. Although not the capital. So, we're, you know, what are you going to do? Anyway. Back to ducks. ducks. So we, we started with, I think it was Night Farm Supply. You you ordered four ducks and four chickens originally. Yes. The original, the OG four, who we were, got... it was Cove Mayo, were the two Pekins, the mm -hmm. big white ducks. And then Sutton and Delphi are two mallards, which... I probably should have done my research more, but mallards fly. You can clip wings, but that for We're us not, seems yeah. inhumane. Inhumane? Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they can fly. So, they, they fly like helicopters. They, they <laughs> flap really hard, and they can kind of go anywhere they want. Well, they, they try anyway. They try. Well, the, the problem is... <laughs> Look, here, if you're going to get ducks, I don't think you want pecans. They're meat birds. They're they're bred for meat. and Unless you're going to eat them, of course. Well, which yeah, we don't. But you know. the thing is, their body is huge. 
because they're meat birds and their legs are only normal size. So if you have rough terrain like we do on our farm, they could hurt their legs very easily and they're just clumsy and, and heavy. They're prone. They're accident prone. They're like the spazziest ducks that there could be. Yeah, whereas all the other lighter, like runners and, and uh, Welshies and other types of, and even mallards, they're all lighter and more agile and the terrain isn't such a big deal. But the, the Pekins are going to get the most leg injuries just because oh, yeah. of their physical build and their, their weight and the ratio of their body size to their legs. It's sad, really. So when we took one into the the vet, she told us about, like, you get cooler temperatures, you tend to get males. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a very narrow band of temperature when you're incubating an egg. It's very tight, and it, it makes a difference. It does. Although, so our first hatch success was Bray. I call him Bray Bray. He was our inside duck because I hatched him in the middle of winter so which he, you should not do no he could not go outside until spring so he stayed in the house until he's full grown until it was like april was the first time he could go outside so <laughs> it was stinky for sure and he was alone because no other ducks hatched out of that that batch of eggs batch of eggs yeah, so we, we had one duck, not one a little duck. group. So what do you do? You buy him stuffed animals, which is weird and gets stinky fast. But he didn't seem to mind because I brought him everywhere with me, except in the kitchen. But he hung out in the dining room. We watched TV. We played with puzzles. And he became... Ducks can get imprinted on a person where they think you're their mom and follow you around like a baby duck. And that's what happened with him. So it wasn't like in the movies where he just takes one look at her. It, it, no, it, it took a long time. <laughs> it took some time, but they bonded. And, and now, even on the farm, he'll follow her around. Yeah, and he lets me pick him up. And I don't snuggle with him because he doesn't like it very much. But I do touch his nose and pet him. So, but he like tries to be cool around the other ducks because he doesn't like to be. He's a cool kid. And and he's a Pekin. Yeah. He's one of the largest ducks we have now. I think he is the largest. He's bigger than his dad, Cove. So We should talk about the originals a little more. Uh, the, yeah. the first four that we had, Cove and Mayo were the Pekins, and Sutton and Delphi were the Mallards. And are. They're still are the here Mallards. with us. They're yeah. all here with us. They're grown now. The, the Mallards, because Mallards can fly... You run the risk that they can fly away. Which is so scary. And Delphi and Sutton, like Delphi is the female yep. and she's adventurous. She wants to see the world. Sutton. He's kind of stupid. That's, that's to put it nicely. <laughs> I think, I think that's a very polite thing to say. <laughs> Boy mallards. I don't know if it's just ours, but. It's probably ours. They're, they are quite dumb. The the all right. The problem is we'll get into it. But we hatched a bunch of mallards. We didn't hatch them. Delphi, Delphi did. Hatched. We'll get to it. We hatched. But one. the thing is, all of our mallards are either Delphi or Sutton or their children. So when the mallards do something stupid and Castle, sorry, uh, Castle is 
The dog? Just call me the dog. I'm sorry. Thanks. She's right here between <laughs> us. Hi, girl. How you doing? <laughs> Starting over, when the Mallards do something stupid and Kara's like, oh, Mallards are just dumb. Like, you have to remember, these are all Sutton's kids. Yeah. He's unique. To put it mildly, Mallards can fly over the fence. So Delphi would explore and Sutton would follow her. They flew over the fence one night, and we were like, oh, come on, we're trying to put them to bed, and they flew over the fence, like, oh, what are we going to do? And Delphi flew right back over the fence, went to their house. Sutton didn't know how to get back. He kept walking into the fence. We're like, dude, you can fly. How do you think you got there? <laughs> you can, please fly. Please just fly over the fence. And he couldn't. He didn't know. He was totally... Clueless. He was stumped. So I I had to actually go get a folding ladder and put the ladder over our fence so I could climb the ladder, catch him, and toss him over the fence. <laughs> That's how dumb this duck is. But and then adorable. Oh, mallards. <laughs> I would not suggest getting mallards because they can fly and it's a problem. And they're, and they're the most wild. Really. They're very wild. But the thing is, the males get those green heads during mating season, and they are gorgeous. Yes. They are just, they look fantastic. But remember when they ruined Christmas? Oh, yeah. It was it was Delphi and Sutton. Sutton, yeah. They flew away uh, Christmas. Christmas Day. Christmas Day and did not come back, and I thought we lost them forever. I we, thought they found... Greener pastures somewhere. Was it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Monday is Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah. So they flew over the trees. They got serious altitude. It was crazy, and they just disappeared over the horizon, over the trees, and and so I was like, oh my god, what do we do? We we have a stock tank heater. I threw it in a rubber bucket, and put it in the back, and I turned on the back light so that if you're flying, you would see a light where the house is and you could navigate to it and there would be liquid water because this was winter. Everything was frozen. So they went out and discovered everything was frozen and there's no food and nothing is good. And it's, I mean, it's not a five-star hotel out there in the woods. Like you don't get turned down service and a mint on your pillow like you do here. <laughs> so later that night, we we'd just done dinner, I think, and we were ready for bed and we heard quacking because Sutton had come back. And he was outside the duck house just saying, hey, let me in, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Clove and Mayo are still in there because they can't fly at all, so they're stuck in there. Right. So I had to go out and let him into the house. And Kara was just inconsolable <laughs> about, oh, where's it going to go? So I, I left the bucket out and everything overnight. And the next morning when I came out, Delphi was in the bucket swimming around. So Jesus gives me heart attacks all the time. For us personally, every time a mallard has checked out the wilderness, they found that it was not a hotel and they came back. Not but not if you look on the internet, scary. it's always scary. Yeah, if you look on the internet, mallards just leave and they may or may not come back because something might might get them. You, you really don't know what's going to happen. They could join another flock, or a predator could get a hold of them. With yeah. mallards, it's less likely because they can fly. Well, I mean, a bigger 
bird comes around, which we have up here. I've seen several eagles, and there's hawks. So it's scary. It's you never know. See, if you have open land, you want to have basically the, the predator bird is going to swoop down, grab its prey, and then take off. So it's a, it's a it's a, a like a landing strip. They like fly down, scoop, and then fly away. So you want to disrupt that. You want to have stuff in the way. You want to have, like, even just any kind of, um, you'll notice your ducks are by the house because it interrupts that arc. If the, your pasture is set up that way. Right, if your pasture is set up that way. Uh, the, 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 if the predator bird, ha if the bird of prey has to land, grab it, and then try to take off, it's no good. They, they want to just keep that speed. So you want to make it harder. You want to make it less convenient. Uh, having places where they can go under something, like if you have trees, they'll go under the trees. Yeah. Uh, you can build uh, shelters and shades and things. We want to get more like tunnel-type things. But right now we have a few dog houses out there, and I think it helps that we have goats, which kind of defer. They, maybe the birds think they're more dog-like so I think it helps in a way but yeah and I'm always out there anyway and I'm always yelling at the birds go away leave my birdies alone there's that yeah so if you're out in the country you want to you it is a concern that always a concern yeah depending upon the size of the bird ironically enough I think pecans are because they're larger they're not as easy to grab they're probably too big but they're the most vulnerable yeah because they can't move yeah so so but, if you have like raccoons or I've read a lot of raccoons, possums, coyotes, bobcats, all the all the crazy whatever you have in your area. So there's always a risk, but we have fences. Knock on wood, they've been good so far except a couple of birds have jumped them with the snow, but that's another thing when, when you get yeah. it's it's not a big deal with ducks. Mallards can fly so you you, you can only provide them a place they want to be. Yeah. But when the snow stacks up, your five-foot-tall fence kind of becomes a three-foot-tall fence. Yeah, I had to rescue one of the chickens yesterday. Yeah, yes, yeah. yesterday. She hopped over the fence and went into the picker bushes, so I had to grab her and get her back over. Which is outside of what we have fenced in. It's a whole... It's a thing. It's a whole thing. But that's the that's another issue with with fencing. There's going to be a fencing episode. We'll we'll go through all that and I'll explain. But with as far as the ducks are concerned, they either cannot fly, and and they they don't even do the glorified jumps in the same way that chickens do. Chickens can jump really high for their size because they they can't they can't quite fly. They can do they jump a lot higher than they normally would because their wings as, assist. Ducks don't quite have that. Like I've seen pecans run down a hill and they'll flap their wings and it essentially reduces their body weight so that they can run faster because they're not waddling. They're they're truly running because they're most of their body weight is mitigated by the flapping. But and they can't get off the ground. They use their wings for balance as well. Yeah, just just as we would sticking our arms out. Yeah. The the smaller ducks some can of them jump a little higher. Some fly, but they're they don't. They're not technically like I've seen 
a couple of our runners try to fly because they see the mallards do it. They're like, oh, I could do that. But they might get a few inches and then kaput. <laughs> runners are long, slender ducks. They're really funny to watch. So they, they don't have, yeah, they lean forward when they run. They look like they're always in a hurry. Like penguins. Yeah. So the, but they don't have the, the large chest muscles. But other ducks that are more proportioned, like mallards, uh, it's just a function of your wingspan and your weight, and and your and, and your your torso. So the the reason a pecan can't fly is they're just too heavy. The mallards have the right balance for it, and they and they have the right musculature in their chest, and they can just they Although can just go. Although a lot of the other smaller ducks don't fly either. You gotta look at you gotta do your research if you want flying ducks. Go for it, but it is a scary event when they don't come home. But other ducks are smaller, like the ones I ordered this year. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're getting more ducks. Yay! <laughs> um, of course, I don't remember what kind I ordered. I keep forgetting. I don't know why. I know there are some silver alcohol yards because I heard they're super nice and they don't fly. And the Welsh Harlequins we have do not fly. And right. they're smaller. But they can jump a little better. They can. And the runners, of course, don't fly. Oh, I think I got some ruins. Rowans? Ruins? Rowans? We'll have to look it up. I don't, I don't know. I'm so bad with words. All right. We, we have very busy days. And we're doing this podcast in like our window of time when we can relax. So barely, <laughs> but but we don't do a crap ton of research before we do this, and so we we don't speak about stuff we don't know about, and and this is just stuff that we're learning as we go because we are not experts. I should have started that like how I did with chickens. We are not experts on these birds. We are not vets. We are just doing what we can and keeping our animals alive the best we know how, and. We ask for help when we need it, so. Right, our, our goal is to. And then we've learned a lot, let me tell you, because before we knew absolutely nothing. This, we're going in our second year with birds? Second, yeah. Yeah. Third, second. We, no? we want you to start out. I don't even know. Not at zero. Like on a 10 scale, we want you to start out at one or two because we gave you the quickie answers. So as far as, oh, I t we, we promised we would tell them how we got so many mallards. Oh yeah. In mating wow. season, because mallards are wilder, they'll actually build a nest. Mm -hmm. And the first nest didn't work, it was on a hill and it fell down. The second <laughs> nest held. And I, although, to be fair, I did grab one egg before she abandoned them all. And I put it in an incubator, and we hatched one. That's ferns? That is ferns. So we have a, I wouldn't say normal, a more mild, I don't know what the term, I don't know. It's difficult to he's, describe. He he grew up with other ducks. He, he wasn't with... He was supposed with, to be a she, first off. Let me just tell you. So I could have sworn <laughs> ferns was a girl all the way, but turns out, nope. We had two different duck houses at the time. One had all the mallards in it, and one had the other ducks in it. Yeah. And ferns wound up. No, no, that's not. No, no, that was 
before that was after so firms came in like uh, so we had hatched we call them the dynamic six we have six more Pekins. two of them were girls four of them were boys and then I had ordered 12 ducks the runners Welsh Harlequins and Duclairs, which I thought would be smaller Pekins, because Pekins are actually the sweetest ducks you can find. They're very personal, they're funny, but they're not as smaller as I thought they would be. They're actually the, about the same size. Duclairs are, honest. yeah, it's hard to tell the difference between a Duclair and a Pekin. Yeah, some of them have more orangey noses or bills, bills. if you will. Yeah. But, but then so are some are pegans have that too so it's once you know their personalities you can tell who they are so we had the dy dynamic six that we hatched and then we had the ones we ordered were coming in but then ferns came in in between those two and right. she was so or he sorry see i still think she <laughs> <laughs> He was so small, I was worried that the Pekins would crush him. So he was by himself for about a week, I think. Uh, and then I tried to, if you go, I don't know if I TikToked it, but there is a video that I have, if I haven't, I should do like a throwback Thursday or something. I don't think they do that on TikTok, but anyway. So, I had put the Dynamic 6 in the tub with ferns, and the Pekins were about quadruple his size, were afraid of him. It was hysterical. But then we got the, the ducks we had ordered, who are smaller, so after a couple days making sure they were all healthy and good, we threw ferns in with them so he could bond with other ducks basically. but he was a little older he was older but he was still the same size as them because mallards are super small right and when they're babies they're so tiny and so cute he started out a little bit bigger than the rest and then they overtook him and he wound up being the smallest yeah but and now what was he's, it was it a dozen that you ordered yeah so that's where the baker's dozen comes from because yeah, it's, it's 12 that she ordered plus ferns. Yeah. And <laughs> so we wound up with them all in one house and we call that house the baker's dozen. Yeah. It used to be it used to be where the goats were but now the goats have their own building. And it's funny because you would think because ferns is technically the son of Delphi and Sutton that he would have bonded with them, but he never did. So it's all about who you grow up with. Right. Really. We can tell who Ferns is easily because he'll be with not the Mallards. The Mallards are kind of a clique, like high school. Yeah. And, and he doesn't really fly like the others. Yeah, he so. tends to hang out with, with his friends. Yeah. And he's sweeter than the others, too. I mean... Delvey's kids are sweet now, although there's two that are kind of wild. But If you spend a lot of personal time with the duck when they're growing up, it makes a difference. So when Delphi started her second nest, it was outside of the fence, but we could 
still see them. And access it. And access it, but we didn't think she would hatch any, if any, because it was still kind of cold. It was like beginning of April, I think. Yeah, and, and we our experience was using the incubator. We were like, you put a bunch in, you maybe get a couple. So we were expecting a low hit ratio. And she's small, but her nest held, she had how many? 13? She had 14. 14. Eggs. And she would lay on that during the day and stay there. And then she would she would come out occasionally. And to describe it, imagine if, her neck disappeared, so her head is like stuck on her body, and her body is poofed out. Like I don't know if she's physically bigger or if her feathers are just poofed out, but but a, a much larger body, and her neck is gone, and she comes walking back on, rah, 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 and she wants food right now. <laughs> she's very angry. Mama she's hungry. Me. She she's been sitting on these eggs. She hasn't been doing anything else. She's been bored. Because Mallard's a, well, Delphi is a little smarter, so she's capable of being bored. Yes. So she's like, ah, I've been bored all the time. I'm hungry. Ah. Meanwhile, she, Sutton is just—he just stands in the middle of the yard, like quacking for her. You can't figure out where she's gone all day. All day, he yeah. just stands there. She's she's <laughs> in the nest, and he's like, Where are you, <laughs> where are baby? Come back. <laughs> It was hysterical. Don't leave me, baby. Come back. And sad at the same time. <laughs> He's just like, dude. If you if you walk over there, you could you could see her. Yeah, it's just clueless. <laughs> and then when she comes back, he's like, "Yeah, you come back to me." And then she's like, ah, "I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry." <laughs> she's like, "Leave me alone, dude." <laughs> so we would we would put food out just for her. Yeah. When she would come out and and. And we figured, well, we go through this process, we figure we get two or three. We thought, why not just see what happens? Because we've never experienced this, and it's good to learn and see what happens and how the whole thing works with a real mama taking control. So, You want to tell them how well she did? <laughs> she hatched all of them. 14 for 14. <laughs> 100% success. Yeah. All of them. It was insane. And tell them about the, the morning when they... Because a lot of our fence is two by four grid, the stuff that I put up, that, that is what you should use. Horse fence, two by four grid. There'll be a fencing episode. But some of the older fence is a four by four grid which ducklings and smaller birds can just walk right through. Yes. And Delphi was on the other side of some four by four when she put her nest up. Yeah. So, so tell them, tell them what happened. Well, in that, I think it was that, or it might've been the day before I had heard peep peeps coming or quack quacks, really. Whatever baby birds do. Okay. So, I went over and I looked and I saw a couple little faces peeking out. I'm like, oh, she finally hatched them. And I had no idea what she would do next, obviously. But I think it was it was either later that day or that morning. I was in the kitchen baking for a market, I think. Was it for a market? I don't remember. Baking or prepping. And then all of a sudden, I see 
Delphi with her all her children marching into the middle of the yard were all the goats and at the time we had the rooster out there and I was like oh my god they're gonna get trampled or eaten so so Kara's telling me oh she's starting to hatch we should probably do something tomorrow or or something figure it, something it, out figure something out and then when they march down and if you look on our tiktok account anchor me farm one word anchor me farm yeah on tiktok there is a video a, of them with a lot with a lion king <laughs> like that that kind of music circle of life yeah so all of them just march and were like oh my god what <laughs> what do we do now so she calls me i come down and we're like oh and when did we get the pet carrier? Um, it was after that, right? No, it was before we needed it to bring, I think, Boston to the Right. Pet. Okay, good. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had a small pet carrier for like the size of a cat or a small dog yeah. to take one of the ducks to the vet. And so... Kara's like, oh, there's so many, there's so many. She she's marching through the property with 14 ducklings marching behind her. <laughs> Outside, all the other birds that we've had, we've had to like give them crazy temperatures and stuff. And and we're like, oh my god, they, we have to keep them warm or they'll all die. Because and, you, that's what you read, right? You and, read all about they have to be in 90 degree temperatures the entire time. And these mallards are just like we don't care. Whatever. Whatever. It was and like 60 degrees out. They do not even. care. And they're marching across the yard. So I got the, the, the pet carrier and it was pretty easy to like shoo the ducklings into the carrier. But female mallards, when they've just had ducklings, turn into something. They A beast. <laughs> the beast mama from I don't know where. I'm like, right now, I've still got my COVID weight, and I did it at the time, too. And I'm over 200 pounds. I'm just over, I'm like, I'm like what, 215, 216 right now. And she backed me up. She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. She was scary. She backed me up. She is, the millions of years of evolution have taught a mallard how to, like, frighten larger animals. And it worked on me. And so... So she's like really not happy about me shooing everybody into a a pet carrier. And I'm like, I'll do this. And I had to remember like the way ducks fight is they pull feathers. Yeah, they'll, they don't have teeth. Right. So they'll so... they'll try to peck your feathers and pull your feathers out. But hey, joke's on you. I don't have feathers. So all you can do is like kind of pinch me. It, it's not a big deal. So I, I, I shoot them all in. I shoot her in. And all of a sudden, we had to build something for them. We, something safer than what she was leading them into. <laughs> we had a greenhouse up front, a plastic, cheap greenhouse that we put them in. Yeah, because it was warmer and it was safe up front. So safe from predators, safe from rooster, goat tramples. And it's Maine, so the temperature inside the greenhouse... With the with the weather and and the fact that it's a greenhouse, it worked out to be pretty good. Yeah, it was warmer. Until but we it ended up too warm. And so. then we had another like five by five enclosure that we had bought. 
for chickens and we yeah. used that and put them in. And every time we fed her, because <laughs> you can close it up and had a door, right? You could, we locked them up in there. We didn't let them out. And every time I went in there to feed them, <sighs> oh, she just. It was to the point where I didn't even want to try because it was too scary. We could not bond with these babies. Yeah, we we could so. we didn't have access because she was like no. So they grew up and they started to fly and I think we just don't remember Delphi and Sutton learning how to fly very well because it was the first time ever and oh my god they can fly. But by the time this next generation came out, we were critiquing them. We we were yeah. like how well you can fly cuz Delphi and Sutton are pretty good at it now. But with the new ones... I still get hit in the head. It's yeah. been almost a year. With the new ones, we had a standard to measure by. And we would open up their door and they come flying out. And even if I back up, they would hit the side of the doorway on the way out. It's like you could walk out and then fly. But no. <laughs> they, they There was one time I saw a duck fly way high up in the air. And then th this mallard just dropped vertically and flapped her wings as, as much as she could to slow down and finally went boom 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 uh, on the grass and then she just kind of laid there a minute like hang on i i, I need a minute <laughs> and then walked off they would they would fly into the doorway they, they just they were not good at flying it, it took them a while and we're, we're like judging mallards according to this and like wait hang on these are all Sutton's kids. Yeah, because of Sutton, <laughs> probably. I think, I I, I think Sutton kind of influenced their level of intelligence. <laughs> they still can't land for anything, and it's just it's funny. Like I have a couple of videos again. If you go to TikTok or Instagram, there's some videos posted on them. It's it's pretty funny watch. The the best part is when they were ducklings, they would follow Delphi perfectly. And they'd stay with her. They would all try to be with her. She's mama. And then when they got old enough and it got warm enough, they didn't they didn't have their feathers when we let them like they've been out they've been out, out the whole time. Yeah, she wouldn't let us take them inside. It I was, mean, what do you do? You have a bird that flies, you can't bring Delphi in. She would fly all over the house. But but it was springtime already, so it kind was of. it was basically a well it was appropriate for their life cycle. Wow. So they had as much chance as a wild mallard, but you know, survival rates in the wild are not great. So we were a little worried, but but the weather held up and having them in the greenhouse helped because in the greenhouse they were especially during the day they were warmer. Yeah. And in the night they were protected from the wind. So it worked out. As they got older, they very gradually stopped listening to Delphi. Yeah, that teenage state that right. everyone goes through. <laughs> they would all be following her, and a couple would veer off to this. They would veer off to the side, and Delphi would turn around and go. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, she would get so angry at them. <laughs> and they'd get back in line, and then they would all go. And then as time went by, more and more of them were like, "Nah, I'm gonna go this way." Yeah, I know. There's one who we've named that we've named them all. Okay, so Nock is the most adventurous. She takes after Delphi the most. 
She's the one that I worry about that will leave us and never come back. Nock but. got like none of none of Sutton's intelligence. No. She's all Delphi. She's all Delphi. So so yeah, yeah, she's, she's definitely the funky one. She's the smartest. She is. Probably smarter than Delphi. You think? Maybe. Possibly. I don't I know. I mean Sutton's still in there in the mix. That's true. So maybe not. But <laughs> she is smart. <laughs> but but the thing is, I would suggest that you don't get, don't get flying ducks. Get walking ducks, and you want a house for them similar to a chicken coop, but you're not going to have nesting boxes. Well, that's not completely true because we, right. we made right. nesting boxes for them, and they actually use them. I that was actually my idea. I think it was. Like so, I, I can't believe read, I forgot. I have read that. Ducks don't use nesting boxes. Why bother? But we tried it because ducks are infamous for just laying wherever. And some still do. Don't get me wrong. But we have created... We well, They're like those concrete... But it's stinky. I'm sorry. So, so One of our dogs <laughs> hefted an air biscuit. It's stinky, and but... All over here. Fortunately, but. you don't have to enjoy that over <laughs> audio. If only there was smell-o-vision. They're the concrete, the smaller concrete mixing things from Home Depot. Like a plastic tub? Yeah. And it's meant for you to mix concrete in. And you just put some shavings, and we put extra shavings in there, and a lot of the pecans will lay in there. We also have a large and a small dog house in our duck house it's privacy if you will for if somebody's ducks. getting picked on they can go in there for safety yeah and they like to they were enjoying it in the goat house so i thought get them their own but the the, the end result is you have a building to protect them from the wind just like chickens yeah and i believe it's four square feet per bird depending on the size of the bird. So. And and what we did with the nesting boxes is I, I basically talked about like putting a tub in there be, for what we call the hotel, which is our little um, building up front where the, uh, the there's pecans in there because that's the most level area and the terrain isn't bad for them. They're not going to hurt their legs there. A lot of them have some issues. That's why they're up there. Like my Bray Bray, who I mentioned earlier in the episode, he has done something to his leg. He's limping all the time. And so he is up there with some of the others. Mayo, our original OG lady. And it's a pretty good life yeah. because there's no goats up there. So we can they can have food all day. Yes. Except... Now they're not going to have food all day because the dogs are going up there eating the food. So yeah, the puppy has discovered the duck food, which is not good. Right, but we digress. If you're if you're going to have a duck house, you really just want to keep them out of the wind. Ducks are very hardy towards winter. They can be outside in the in the winter in Maine, but at night, especially when the wind chill when the wind is blowing, there's a wind chill factor. You you do want to protect them from all of that. They need a place where they can huddle down. Yeah. And, and escape from predators. You don't want to let them out before dawn or you, 
Yeah, before dawn, and you want to put them <clears throat> in their house before dark, or else because that's when prey want their. You're you're basically going by the sun because predators are going to come out in the dark. Yeah. So you don't want your birds out in the dark. Yeah. Chickens, ducks, whatever. You don't want anybody out in the dark because, you know, you you want if a bobcat or something comes along, looks at your fence, you want them to see nothing at night. There's there's nothing here. There's no, no reason to fight this fence. Yeah, it's dangerous, especially in Maine when there's a lot of dark days during winter. It gets hard. Like the f the further north you are, the longer the the winter nights are going to be. Yeah. They don't like getting in their house. And to get ducks, chickens are a little, sometimes easier. They say, if you do the research, they say chickens will just put themselves to bed. Ours do not. <laughs> but the ducks definitely do not. So to, you need to, be to fair, round like, them up. <laughs> if we're running late and it gets dark, the chickens will go in their coop. Sometimes. But we, we try to get them into their coop before dark which is, so it's a little tougher. And and we don't just have like automatic doors where we just trust that they'll go in. We, we, we make sure and we count them. And they all get treats before dinner. Yeah, because we run a hotel. Yeah. So all of them get <laughs> not just feed, but fancy pants treats. They get yeah. peas and kale. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the ducks go, you're, you're going to want, like we actually put, not just not just those tubs from Home Depot for concrete mixing, but also if you go to Tractor Supply and get some rubber tubs, like medium feed tubs or something. Oh yeah, the round ones. Yeah, not not you don't need the ones with the handles for this, but just something. Imagine a duck laying in there. If it's big enough for that, fine. Throw some shavings in that, and they they actually do nest in it and kick it around and lay eggs in it. Yeah. They still occasionally lay eggs wherever, <laughs> but you'll find a lot in the house in the morning. And now that we have more mallards, the question is when and where will they lay and will we be able to find them before they hatch? And this is why you don't get mallards because <laughs> we're going to have to police the property every spring. Although they're so adorable, how can you not? We're going to have to police the property every spring. <laughs> To find out, the, find out where those nests are. And I am going to find a source for ceramic eggs or fake eggs. And I'm not going to destroy the nest. I'm going to put fake eggs in the nest, let her sit on the fake eggs, and just cruise on. But then I feel bad because she would be so angry. And we let one duck do that, and we got 14 more mallards that can fly. Now, now, don't get me wrong. It's kind of fun to watch them helicopter around the property. Once they've figured out how to not run into things, which they're Sutton's kids. So they still do. So it's not Occasionally, they still do. But when it snows and the snow is all fluffy and they're flying around, they, they kind of come in for a landing like a, like a water plane. And they go <laughs> in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Skid around. Yeah. And you'll see like little snowshoe prints in the snow of them walking around. Jeez. You know, today we had a, a pretty big snowstorm with, geez, we got like a lot of stinky butts going around. Yeah, the dogs are just hefting them. <laughs> they're they're looking at us like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting on the couch? Why aren't we doing anything? It, it's Who like, are you talking to? <laughs> it's weird for them. 
but today we had a, a, a big snowstorm where we got like a, like a foot of snow. Over a foot. Over a foot. Yeah, probably. And so we left the but birds in the house. Going. Because the, 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 the ducks will try to tough it out. They'll just it, lay in the middle of the snow and get covered. Yeah. And then we'll never find them. Pekins being white. I mean, yeah. If they get in trouble, they hunker down. And the snow keeps coming. And we worry that they would get buried. I, I'm not, we're, again, we're not experts, but we worry about it. And they would definitely like go out and the worst case, the, the, not worst case scenario, but the, the Pekins could fly so they could land anywhere. They can't fly. Pekins sorry, can't sorry. Fly. So the, the mallards can fly and the mallards can land on any part of the property, anywhere they want. And we have to trudge through to encourage them to go back to their house. So, we, we kept them in the house all day. Yeah, which they don't like. But they have food, water, treats, and they'll get more treats later. So, And the duck house, let's, before we were already pretty long, but we should probably talk about maintaining well, we the house. We can do another episode. I mean, there'll be multiple episodes on these okay. guys because there's so much. You, I mean, you can't just do one episode on... Well, We'll circle back to all the things. I mean, there's more to talk about with chickens. There's more to talk about ducks. We haven't even touched on goats yet, so forget about it. It's like a lot. Yeah, but ducks are slobs. To, yes, they before are we messy. Close out, that is the true facts. Ducks are messier than chickens. You have to have a lot of water. Lots of water. You have to have like tubs that they can bathe in and walk in, stick their heads in. So we have... You don't need a pond to have ducks, but you do need, during the warm months, you should have pools for them because they are swimmers. They love to swim. So kiddie pools are good. Just like your basic kiddie pools you get from... From anywhere. From plastic. anywhere. I don't even know. Where the plastic kiddie pools yeah. are fine. <laughs> and save it. Like, But here's the thing. If you get the big old kiddie pool, dumping the water out is a chore and lifting it you're gonna flex it a bunch yeah it's you're, plastic so it might break so yeah flexing it back and forth you're gonna end up with a hole in it but the smaller kiddie pools we've had a lot of success with yeah if you get a lot of those place them around the property and we even have some of those stock tanks like the shorter ones you can get that are easy and they love them because they can actually swim you want the duck to be able to like, if everything's level, the duck needs to be able to jump into the stock tank without help. Because if you do a ramp, that's fine. But remember, how's the duck going to get out? And the duck will splash in that tank and lower the water level. Oh, so, yeah. There's multiple. I mean, there's so much we've learned. Yeah. About. We, we're going to go on. We'll probably do a whole episode just on water features for ducks. But, yeah. but for safety... The, the small kiddie pools are pretty good because ducks can jump in, jump out, no problem. Yeah, even the pecans. We put bricks around them to help with stepping. And we put a brick or two inside. Well, not the kiddie pools. We don't. But no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Those stock tanks we do. We put rocks yeah, yeah. and stuff so they can jump on. Because it's main. There's a lot of rocks. You find a rock that's like the right shape. Yeah, but you can use smooth. bricks. Yeah. Like make little stairways or something. Basically, just make sure the ducks can get in and out of whatever you're doing. Imagine there's no water in there 
can the duck get in and out? Yeah. And if they can, good, fill it with water. Uh, but they will turn it into muddy mess almost immediately. Just accept that. Yeah, so refill often. Not in one day. Like, we use it for one day, depending on the grossness. We'll use it for two days, but after that, dump it. And there's no, and then scrub it, use vinegar, you know. Right, you're, you're eventually going to have to clean it out, but keep in mind how many ducks you're going to have. We have a lot. We do. <laughs> if you only have a couple of ducks, w when we only had four ducks, it took them a lot longer to make the same kind of mess. Yeah. So if you've got like a handful of ducks, you probably can get away with a lot more than we can. That's true. So, so mainly just think of safety, think of the duck's perspective, and think of those little legs, and can the duck get in and out, and any water feature, if there was no water at all, could they get in and out? But we'll go more into details on these things, but we're probably way boring you now, so... We're way over time. Yeah. We could talk about how stupid Sutton is for like two <laughs> hours. Sutton, is a, Sutton can have his own episode, really. So. I don't think Sutton flew directly <laughs> into you, but some of his kids... His kids definitely did. They flew directly into you and bounced off of you. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we should wrap up. Anyway, but yeah. Ducks are a lot of fun if you want to journey into that. And we'll discuss more about them. There's so much. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you next time.